And we are live with another episode of the Brownwater Banter Podcast. My name is Jared Seymour. My name is Joey K. That's right. And we got a great show for you lined up this evening, man. We have uh, Sheriff Mike Ezel is in the uh, studio, man. He's going to be talking to us today about a lot of things. Uh, we're going to start with his background in law enforcement, how he became sheriff, and then the November 8th midterm elections coming up. And, uh, well, that's going to be a whole bunch of stuff to talk oh, about, yeah. too. So yeah, right. looking forward to this, man. I hope y'all are ready for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we do that, before we jump into the fun, we are going to uh, support the people that keep our lights on for us over here. <laughs> right out the gate, we got uh, Dr. Robbie Williams over there in Ocean Springs on Washington Avenue at uh, Southern Magnolia Smiles, man. If you're looking for a great local dentist, he is your one-stop shop. You can check him out on the uh, socials there at, at Southern Magnolia Smiles on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, when you're ready to make that appointment, just give him a call at 228 Two, and uh, we appreciate his support, man. Next, coming right up, Hilltree Marketing. If you need a website done for any reason, if you need, if you're running for um, Congress and you need a website built for you, we have a. Uh, I like that. Yeah, That's we have awesome. a, we have a local guy here who has mm-hmm. put together a great team. Um, you can see it here in the, on the flyer. This mm-hmm. is Jesse Hill and his team. Just jump over to HilltreeMarketing.com. Look at some of the other brands that he's worked with locally. He does a great job. Specializes in uh, photography, cinematography, aerial drone cinematography, IT work. Uh, he's kind of a one-stop local shop, man, and the ability to get that here local is, uh, you can't say enough good things right. about it. So HilltreeMarketing.com, go check them out. Uh, moving right along here, our good buddy Rocky over at Cedar Swamp. That's a Gaucher Van Cleave Road. If you're looking for um, tackle and apparel, you can go check him out and uh, support him. He supports the show, man. There's a picture of his store right there. Busting at the seams. He's carrying brown water hats now as well yep. uh, on that hat rack right there. Uh, so if you want to go get some... Uh, uh, outdoor stuff, rods, reels, tackle, whatever. Support the people that support the show mm-hmm. and support your community. See the swamp, man. We appreciate everything they're doing. Um, coming up here, we got uh, Calvin Taylor. Super pumped to have him on board supporting the show. Uh, we're talking politics today, and uh, he's running for a circuit court judge for Jackson, Green, and Stone County. Is that right, uh, Joey? Stone? Jackson, George. George. Man, I'm messing up you every, do it time. every time. I do it every time. That's okay. I just want you to feel a part of it, so that's why I do that. Uh, but Calvin's a great guy. We're going to have him in the studio, like I've been telling y'all, coming up here in the very near future. Um, he's over 30 years of experience. He's currently serving as an Ocean Springs municipal judge. And uh, we, we, like I say, November the 8th, when you see his name on the back, ballot uh we want you to give him a shot uh because i we, we think he's a very much qualified candidate we've talked to a lot of people in that uh in that field that support him and so do we so um you've heard us talk about it it's this weekend right joey september the 17th a good buddy of ours uh joel uh unfortunately his mother has been diagnosed with uh als lou yep. gehrig disease if you're not familiar and they're doing a benefit september the 17th at the Diaberville Community Center over on Lamy Bridge Road. It's going to be from 12 to 6 p.m. They're going to be selling $10 pulled pork sandwich plates, uh, silent auction, doing baked goods, a raffle, just an all-around great event to raise money uh, for a great uh, family that's been stricken by uh, an uneventful, uh, uh, um, unfortunate, I should say, yeah. situation, man. And we send all our uh, prayers and, and, and love for uh, Joel and his family. So. That's right. Uh, we'll we'll be we're, we're sending some stuff over to yeah it. we got a bucket that's coming out of there yep. tomorrow so. okay and then I'm gonna have to read this off here uh, let me pull this yeah down. we got next we got uh, Pascal Men's Club coming it? on okay, yeah good. it's their fourth annual barbecue cook off we don't have the picture because we didn't have time to convert it <laughs> yeah he sent it as a PDF I can't do that yeah uh, it's October 22nd and it's downtown Pascagoula. 
free to the public, live music, local vendors. We'll be there slinging some hats and stuff. And if you've never been there, it's a great time right in the city of Pascagoula. Yeah, it they really got, is. I mean, when you walk down there and your taste buds go explode, <laughs> right. you know you're in the right place. And that's just from smell. So go check them out. Uh, drink specials, participate in bars, $15 wristbands. Uh, the contact on that is Bruce Litton, and that's 228. 228- Two one nine one zero six seven. Again, that's two two eight two one nine one zero six seven. That's the Pasco Men's Club. Okay, all right. Let's jump right in. Uh, Share first thing I want to do is thank you for uh, stopping in here and hanging out with us this Mm -hmm. evening. We really appreciate that. Um, First question though, like like we was talking about earlier before we went live, is like let's start with your background Uh, because we were we were talking a little bit before we went live here this evening. Where how'd you get into law enforcement? Well, my dad was a Pasco police officer. And I grew up in it. I, I never dreamed of doing anything else but being a police officer. And uh, I can remember telling uh, uh, my dad as a little boy that I was going to be police chief. And uh, never thought I'd be the sheriff, but here we are. Yeah. But uh, I grew up uh, in a neighborhood where most kids, their dad either was a, a city policeman, fireman, or they worked at the shipyard or they owned their own business. So right. we were a, kind of a small knit group there in Pascagoula growing up. And, uh, you know, I grew up just being a part of the town, you know, and just growing up, going in and out of the police station. So uh, I never dreamed of being anything else but a cop. Uh, Pascagoula is a great town. I, I work over at Singing yeah. River in Pascagoula, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. uh, I don't get to spend a ton of time over there outside yeah. of the hospital. Right. But, but the, uh, the barbecue fest, the, I mean, the, that yeah. opened my eyes. Yeah. The first oh, yeah. time we went over there, people oh, yeah. were nice. You know, mm-hmm. the weather's nice. Yep. The, the the scenery is definitely well. Nice. They got oh, a nice yeah. little downtown area yep. too that yeah, they're trying right. to like you know. And it's really coming back. That's I, right. I tell you, they they're putting a lot of work in there, and I'm telling you, it it, it reminds. It's where I grew up. Yeah, that's where my parents shopped. That's where I grew up getting my school clothes and and uh, going downtown. So yeah. very familiar with all. I that. didn't realize they had the square like kind of in Biloxi with the View Marche. Yeah, it's a little bit like it's that. A little or bit like kind of like, like Ocean Springs downtown right. a little bit. Yeah, but it's it, nice. The, the cool thing about it, it's got its own vibe. You know, oh, it's yeah. its own right. little Pascagoula yeah. vibe. So, yeah. so, so you tell your dad you're going to be yeah. Uh, yeah. a police officer, yeah. and then mm-hmm. you you make it come true. So, sure where do you get your start? Yeah. Where'd you cut your yeah. teeth? At? Well, I I, uh, I actually started in the Pascagoula Police Reserves. Uh, uh, in 1979 and as a matter of fact it was uh september the 7th 1979 and in the following week uh hurricane frederick hit oh. so uh man i was a uh, go cat go uh early on yeah so, uh, you know i had a lot of a lot of good experience there uh working in the police reserves and then uh when i uh 1980 the following year uh i turned uh, 21 and i uh, got hired and and went on the road i started out actually worked in a jail for a while the old jail and then when i got uh 21 i was able to transition over onto the road and and uh never looked back so, so you said september the 7th so you just celebrated yeah, an anniversary yeah, not too long ago. Yeah. 43 years yeah, if i did the right, math right yeah, okay exactly. i was trying to add that up while you was talking. I was about to say there's no way yeah, i can do yeah. that man. well i just exactly. worked backwards from my birthday uh, yeah, so that's how i did that yeah, yeah I, that, that's exactly right and as a matter of fact there's a guy that's still in the police reserves he and I went in the same night together, Steve Huckabee, and uh, we always kid each other on that specific date. Uh, but he'll send me a text message, 9779, <laughs> and uh, we talk about that and how old he's getting. You know, I hadn't aged anybody. Yeah, right, he has. right, right, right. So, Neither uh, have we. Yeah, but he's still there. He sure is. So okay. do y'all kind of have yeah. that competition who's going to last the longest? Uh, well, no, we, we, I tell you what, we never thought uh, that it, it would be like this, but I tell you the thing about it is, his dad was also in the police reserves, and he was good friends with my dad. So, uh, you know, we've just had a, a long parallel career. Uh, Steven, he's still in, and, and so am I. So, uh, yeah, 
Yeah. It seems like that with a lot of law enforcement and especially first responders, AMS, uh, yep. firemen. firemen. It's in yeah. your blood. It yeah. is. It's yeah. usually passed down yeah. through an uncle or a dad or a yeah. mom or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's it, mm-hmm. it's a, a tradition, really. Yeah. My dad's best friend was he was the fire chief. And when my dad first went to work at the police department, uh, his best friend, who was Robert Pierce, was a, a police officer, and they were just best friends. And Robert went on to be the fire, be a fireman, and Dad stayed at the police department. But uh, they were, like I said, I grew up going either the police and fire department, you know, just all the time being in that environment. Yeah, and uh, it's just something that I love, and and uh, you know, I love uh, all of our first responders. You know, I I was I said the prayer uh, Saturday at uh, at the run over at the. Uh, uh, Margaritaville for the oh first, yeah for nine yeah. eleven yeah, I did nine yeah. eleven yeah. I yeah. said the prayer for them and and sent them off running you know I watched them run I wasn't running and uh, <laughs> you know, if you see me run it's because I run out of bullets that's right so, shoot whatever's behind that's me that's exactly huh? right <laughs> that's a good one I like that yeah shit so so at twenty one you go yeah. from did yeah. I hear you right from reserve to yeah. to would that be active duty yeah, yeah. active duty regular, police officer regular full time Pascal police officer uh, one of the things that I really wanted to do uh you know Pascagoula always had a, a very competitive uh pistol team and uh so I was able to uh, my first year out I made alternate on my very first try uh there were six guys that were on the team uh four regulars and two alternates I made alternate my first year and I uh, got to do a lot of shooting uh throughout my first 10 years on the police department and uh so after that I kind of was moving up into the ranks and had to kind of transition out of that uh shooting but uh i always love competition shooting you know i got to travel a lot and represent pascal pd and was always very proud to do that and and won a few awards and and uh lost my some of my hearing along the way <laughs> yeah you see the, you know, the hearing aids yeah, are on yeah, that's, that's that's it. Right. so that's wear it. your ear protection yeah, kids I, yeah well he said he did yeah, right he i said, did yeah did, i but... wore my hearing protection but uh you know, uh, I guess in the old days, some of that stuff just wasn't as, as good as, good as it as is well, now, you right, know. And, yeah. and uh, But, you know, I would have done it without hearing that. Right, you know, right, right. Hearing protection. Yeah. But uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Well, well you, you were young and full of piss and oh, vinegar. Yeah. It didn't matter oh, what yeah. you had. Oh, right? yeah. You know, right. I, you know, you're six feet tall and bulletproof. Bullet you know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. So I thought it was anyway. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I could see a lot better in those days as well. And, you know, in those days, you know, we shot just revolvers. And uh, you started out at seven-yard yeah, line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Started out at seven yard line and you went to the 25, 15, no, seven, 15, 25, 50, back to the, to the uh, seven. 50 yard shot with a, with yeah, a revolver. With a revolver. Pistol? Yes, Lord. sir. Exactly that's right. Yeah. That's what that's we a did. Shot. Metal that's sights. A shot. Yep. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah. That's, that's okay. All right. Oh. So, so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yep. Uh, let's see. We got a comment rolling in here. Yep. Uh, oh, uh, oh, Justin, uh, yeah. samples. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. He said, uh, oh, my yeah. boss is looking sharp tonight. He's got <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. He way out dressed up. Oh, yeah. Justin just did, I don't know if you know, he does on the side. He, uh, um, uh, buff sands cleans boats and he just did mine and i'm talking really? about did he transformed oh, my boat oh. uh for, he brought it back to life yeah, yeah. there's pictures really? on the internet he really? does a great job okay yeah great he's job. uh he's been promising me a fishing trip for the last <laughs> eight years and uh you know I'm, I'm still it's waiting. on record Uh-oh. now yeah. that's right Justin. that's Uh-oh. it let me show the comment <laughs> oh on yeah I I showed it that's on it that's it that's live too that's man you got it yeah, you got it record now bro that's it that's it so all right so tell me so tell me how how do you as a as a police officer um, you know, it, it, your, your dad was there, mm-hmm. you're, it's kind of in your blood, you yep. said, but then I guess two questions would be like, how do you, what is your role as a police officer at that level yeah. in the community? Yeah, like, right. and I don't just mean what, you know, the black know. and white of yeah. it. What, what did right. you, 
Well, I, I'll tell you this. Uh, my dad used to uh, – he was one of those guys that uh, shared his wisdom occasionally, <laughs> whether you wanted it or not. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, I know a couple uh, people yeah, like that. Yeah. That's right. So sometimes I would listen. Sometimes mm-hmm. I didn't. But mm-hmm. one thing I did get right, uh, my dad was always a big uh, part of the community. Right. And uh, he, he was always about seeing to the needs of other people. And one of the things that he told me, and I, got, I have three sisters, and uh, what he used to tell me was, he said, think about if your mother and your sisters were off somewhere, uh, broke down, or they needed some help, you know, what kind of policeman do you want to go help your mother and your sisters? I said, well, Dad, you know, somebody like us. He said, exactly. Right. He said, you do that in your career, and you won't ever have anything to worry about. Now, troubles are always going to come. Correct. We understand that. But if you take care of people like they were your family, uh, you know, and policing uh, is, is – uh, it's, it's more than just making arrests and writing tickets. Right. It's about being uh, somebody that is available when people call. And so the only campaign promise I ever made as the sheriff is that if you call, we're coming and we're going to help. Mm-hmm. We may not be able to solve your problem or do anything to make your life any better, but we're going to show up. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, just showing up is a big part of uh, the community and so showing people that you actually care about them. And people know if you do care or if you're just saying that to get elected or right. whatever it may right. be. But I mean it, you know. And, and uh, you know, folks right now, more than I think any other time that I can remember, they, they need to know that their sheriff's office, their police department is committed to their community. And I can tell you we are here at Jackson County Sheriff's Office, mm-hmm. and I'm proud yeah. of it. Absolutely. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, that's good because God knows, like, the perception of law enforcement yeah. in today's age has just yeah. been oh. I, turned on its I head, know. I guess you'd yeah. say. You yeah. know, I mean, with all the stuff that you see yeah. in the national well, news. The, yeah, you, like you said, it used to be straight members of the community. Like, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now all of a sudden right. people look at police like they're right. the bad guys. Right. I'm sure that varies from, like, this, uh, a county mm-hmm. office like we have right. versus right. a massive uh, right. police office uh, uh, uh like in a city, yeah. a bigger city, Big Detroit, like that. Right. Like that. right, 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 right. But even those, those guys are usually from that city, so oh, they're right. they know oh, those they families, they know who, they who they're policing, they right, right. Um, but so, so how do you how do you climb your ranks throughout yeah. the department to, right. to to get to a position where yeah. you could run for sheriff? Well, I tell you, I uh, I was always wanted to do better. Okay, right. I always did my best. Uh, where whatever job I've had, I've always done my best. And uh, you know, there's there's a uh, uh, folks say, you know, work as if you're working for the Lord. And uh, that's what I try to do. Right. And uh, I've always done that. I've always tried to better myself. I uh, Every time that a promotional exam came up, you know, the, 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 the command staff knew that I was a good troop. They knew that I was responsible. They knew that I had a desire to do better for not only for myself, but for other members of the community like we talked about. Right. So... I was always very competitive when it when it comes to taking the test, going for interviews, and uh, you know I was fortunate enough that uh, early in my career there was a kind of like you know these these folks that decide to retire, and it seems like when when some of them start retiring there'll be several of them say you know look it's time to go. So uh, my first couple of promotions I was fortunate there was a number of openings for promotion, and uh, you know I was promoted to sergeant. Uh, and then I got promoted to lieutenant, uh, and then four years later I got promoted to captain, and uh, I spent a number of years as captain over detectives at Pascagoula PD, 
and uh, that was a, a wonderful time in my life uh, for the learning experience that I had. Along the way, uh, when I was a lieutenant, I got to attend the, the FBI National Academy in Quantico, Virginia. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Spent what was 11, that like Oh, up there? it was fabulous. Yeah. Uh, you know, I tell you, I, I tell this story a lot of times. You know, that's 11 weeks of training in Quantico, and it's very intense. Uh, but it was some of the best training I ever had in my life. And I've told many people this, that uh, I have dreams about it sometimes, that I'm going to get that call and says, Ezell, you need to – uh, come back, uh, you start your training all over again. And, and uh, you know, I, 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 I'd say I'm, I'm going to run home and, and tell Suzette, look, please be here when I get back, but I'm headed out. Right. Yeah, and, right, uh, right. you know, I mean, like I say, it was just uh, some wonderful training. Uh, you know, I've met, there were people from all over the world that were in our class. Uh, and it's just, I still have contact with a lot of those guys right. that, that I went to the academy with. And, it's just a, it was a wonderful experience. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, a bundle of oh, knowledge yeah. now. Oh yeah, because right. I mean, sure, right? different places, oh, different yeah. you know, right. different schemes, different oh, yeah. everything. You that's learn a big, whole lot from different oh, yeah. just sheriff oh, departments or oh, police, yeah. police in general. Right. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the big leagues. Oh yeah, right, right. Oh yeah, that was uh, like my my roommate was was chief inspector of detectives for the city of Jerusalem, Israel. Whoa! And, uh, oh so yeah, that's so a whole different ball. Oh yeah, train those guys. That's a whole different. Yeah, this guy. I mean, he was phenomenal. Uh, we've stayed in contact all these years. Uh, you know, he's retired now and got his own uh, consulting business and still over there in, in Israel. And uh, we, we communicate on LinkedIn by messaging each yeah, other. There you go. And occasionally we'll drop a line and stuff like that. So it's a really, really enjoy a good friend of mine. It's awesome. So, mm -hmm. so, so, Captain, you're at that yep. level. You yep. do the training with the FBI. Yep. How long was you at that position, and then where, yep. where next? Because I'm learning as yeah. I'm learning the yeah. ranks as you're yeah. telling me here. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I spent uh, about seven years as captain over detectives, and uh, during that time, I mean, we had some major casework. Uh, you know, that was like in the height of uh, when we had a lot of crack problems yeah. in, in town, and we had a lot of lot of stuff going on. Um, some major cases we worked. Uh, uh, homicides, kidnappings, you know, just a lot of, a lot of experience. Right. And, uh, so, uh, from there I got a, an opportunity to, uh, uh, go be police chief in Ocean Springs and, uh, went over there for a couple of years and, and got some good experience with that. And then I got an offer to, uh, go back to Pascagoula and to work directly into the FBI office. And so I spent three years working uh, inside the FBI office as a Pascagoula investigator. Got to do some traveling awesome. all around the country, uh, working a lot of big cases. We, uh, matter of fact, I was working in the FBI office when 9-11 occurred. Oh, wow. And so, uh, you know, things really got uh, the highest level there of, right. of our work and what we were doing in there. And I got to, got to do a lot of things during that time. And also I got to go back to Quantico during that time for some additional training, which was just phenomenal. And uh, so I, I've had a, a, a great career there uh, in my field as a law enforcement officer. So, so you're saying you, you, weren't, you weren't an FBI agent, mm -hmm. but you were in their office inside yes. of Pascagoula Police Department. Is, yep. is that like a la liaison yeah, between the two? Okay. Right. And uh, the, the FBI started that. It's called Safe Streets Task Force. Okay. They started that back in the early 90s, uh, really because it would just kind of add some local manpower to the FBI office to, to tackle some of the major crimes that were going on around the country. And uh, our office here in Pascagoula was fortunate enough to get to have one of those uh, 
people assigned to that office, and I loved it. I tell you what, I enjoyed it. Got to do some good things that you know I'd never that a regular law enforcement officer can't do. Right. I, I, you mentioned the nine eleven thing. Yeah. I wonder how, how was that during that time with oh, with yeah. Chevron. Yeah. You know, you don't. We don't realize that somebody mentioned this to it me. It was one probably of, code red everywhere. Well, oh. because there isn't very many. How many refineries are there in the uh, U.S.? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we have the one big refinery right. here in town. So, so There's, we're kind of a target, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, potentially yeah. shipyard. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, mm-hmm. Ingles yeah. being what it right. is, oh, yeah. right? So exactly. I'm, I'm sure there was yeah. a higher. Oh, it was. A, I tell you what, it was a, it was a time that that uh, I hope we never see again. Absolutely. But I was glad to be a part of it. Uh, you know, we got to do some investigating, uh, checking out some some folks that uh, uh, were here mm-hmm. uh, locally, and uh, oh, wow. you know, fortunately, you know. Uh, no, nothing ever happened good here, you know, but, uh, but being a part of that, uh, it's helped me to be, to come to the place where I am today in my life, just to get to know, uh, you know, to get a top secret clearance, to get to go do some things and be in some places, uh, that were just, uh, 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 just a wonderful experience. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. so you have this huge, gigantic book of references and everything you've mm-hmm. done, and mm-hmm. then you get the chance to run mm-hmm. for sheriff for Jackson yes. County, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I tell you, that was, uh, uh, you know, I I made the decision to run for sheriff in, in 2014. Uh, the sheriff had been removed from office. Uh, that was here. That and uh, that was uh, that that really bothered me deeply. Uh, for my my profession uh, was uh, not in a good place. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was kind of a little little, little stingy. Yeah, it, it that was. wasn't a great note. Mm-hmm. And that you, your predecessor was well respected in the community yes. before right. all that happened. Yes, uh, my family yeah. especially really. Oh, yeah spoke highly always voted that mm-hmm. way for mm-hmm. him and uh any, right. kind of anytime you need yeah. anything you give him yeah. a call so right. we were yeah. all very taken right. aback by right. that that even yeah it exactly. occurred you yeah. know it, it it is and and you know it was a you know there was a lot of things going on in the background that i'm sure a lot of folks don't know right uh about that situation uh but it it bothered me deeply that 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 had happened mm-hmm. and so that's what one of the reasons it inspired me to run for sheriff and uh Lo and behold, we run. There was, I can't remember, six or seven candidates. Uh, we, we made the runoff, and, and uh, then two weeks later, we had the uh, general, and, and we, we won that with 62% of the vote. And uh, we had to turn right around. That was in 14. We ran for the special election to finish the other sheriff's term. Right. So I had to turn around in 15 yep. and run for my own term. And, right. And we had one opponent. Uh, we ended up winning with 82% of the vote. That's pretty good. There you go. Pretty yeah. good yeah. People, yeah. yeah. People of Jackson County. That's really, a B. Yeah. I, call it a, I call it a landslide. Yeah. 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 We were, we were very excited about that. And, uh, you know, something, uh, four years later, you know, we run in 19, we didn't have an opponent. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I take that back to, uh, the right attitudes. Right. You know, when, when you have your, your men and women of law enforcement out here, uh, treating people right, taking care of people, answering their calls, meeting the needs, uh, doing what, what a good law enforcement officer does. You know, there are times where, yep, we have to make some hard decisions. Right. Always. It. That's right. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, in society, things happen. Uh, you know, there are some, there's some evil people out there, yes. you know, and you have to deal with it. And, uh, but, uh, we were fortunate enough. We didn't have an opponent in 19, and uh, that was the first time in, 
And of course, I didn't know it, but that was the first time in Jackson County history that a sheriff didn't have an opponent. And so that's uh, reflection of good work. It, it, well, I, I think so. It's a reflection right. of good work, good good leadership, good people out there working to to take care of folks. Yeah, and that, that's what it's about. And uh, so uh, here we go. You know, nineteen, no opponent, and I was able to help on a couple of statewide races, and uh, that's kind of got me some. Uh, uh, a little exposure right. around the, the district in South Mississippi, uh, which kind of led us to uh, the decision to, to run for Congress. Uh, you know, but it wasn't just because I didn't have an opponent. I had some exposure. I'm very concerned about our country uh, and the way things are going, the way things are uh, seem to be going even worse. Correct. Uh, you know, when, and uh, just you know, a few years ago, we were independent of oil, you know, we had secure borders. You know, we had people out there doing their jobs, uh, making a living, uh, minding their own business, and uh, just trying to, you know, be good good citizens. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've got an eight-year-old granddaughter. Uh, you know, my our, our daughter our daughter is, is uh, grown and teaches uh, kindergarten. Oh, uh, my, my son-in-law is, a, you know, he's a <laughs> – God work, bless works her. Hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she's been teaching now almost 16 years, and – and it's like I just can't believe it. And you know, I was just thinking about my 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 son-in-law, my daughter, my granddaughter, and you know, I got a good family, and uh, you know, I see what's going on in the country, and and I just felt like I was going to do something about it, just like I did when I decided to run for sheriff. You know, I didn't like what I was seeing going on. I didn't like what I see going on around the country right now. Right. And back, you know, last year when we made the decision, and uh, you know, we. Signed up, and we never looked back. I, I, that that leads me to what what I want to ask you too, and we'll get more towards sure. where we're at now with 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 okay. uh, Congress. But what do you think? Uh, what do you think allowed you to win in that special election? I know you mentioned that you ran on just showing up. Yeah. Like we'll we'll yeah, be right. not just showing yeah, up. That right. didn't sound right. We'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You ran on that. What, what do you think gave you the edge over? How many uh, yeah. people were running at the time? There, you there said? was there was a. There was a bunch. Yeah, yeah. How did, you, how did you cut through the yeah. mold? I guess well, I I, I'll say. tell you this. You know, I I'm, I I try to uh, listen to people. I try to respond to their needs, and I think our message resonated with the folks. Uh, you know, when I was going around the district, you know, the the, the common complaint that that I heard was that uh, our congressman is not here, and he's not return calls you know those kinds of things right and uh you know i've got a reputation for uh showing up standing up returning my phone calls doing the best i can for the folks and uh you know i'll I'll tell you 42 years as a law enforcement officer i've come in contact with a lot of people correct and you know i had the support of men and women of law enforcement our first responders i had sheriffs and all the other counties that were helping us uh, and I just believe that uh, the people were ready for a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our, I think our message got out there. And I'll tell you, the people in Jackson County, uh, they turned out for me, mm-hmm. and I will be forever grateful for that. And, uh, and that's the second time, well, at least, probably more than that. I even was talking earlier about in 14 when you ran for sheriff mm-hmm. and had to cut through the mix on those candidates. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so what they, I, they, that was my next question. What yeah, was the difference in yeah, campaigning between yeah. the sheriff yeah. and now? Well, we had a we had a good message, you know. We had a you know a good law and order message. You know, I've got a, a good reputation again of taking care of people's needs, right? You know, and they're they're, 
you know, you can you can answer a, a police call and you can kind of be like a, a robot and what give me your driver's license, you know, blah, 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 right. write it down. Or you can go to somebody who uh, their house may have been broken into mm-hmm. or, or something may have happened to one of their children. And you sit down with those folks and you say, okay, you know, what's going on here? You know, be genuinely concerned mm-hmm. right. about people because, you know, and I'll tell you, and I think y'all probably know this, our victims always get forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Our victims. Uh, and so I, I try to think of it like that. Right. You know, if I was a victim or if that was a, a family member of victim or an innocent child or a senior adult, somebody uh, that doesn't know anybody, that doesn't have any connections. Right. I try to make them feel like, and I'm, and I'm sincere about it, what can we do to help you? Right. And uh, that has been my my life. What uh, I, we may be jumping around a little bit. It's so okay. y'all, y'all follow yeah, us cool. here on, yeah. the, on the live. I like jumping around. That's right. Yeah. What uh, what what you get elected as yep. sheriff then mm-hmm. in the fourteen? Then mm-hmm. one year later you got to do it again. Mm-hmm. You get elected again, and then you already mentioned in nineteen mm-hmm. ran on a post. Mm-hmm. When you first walked in day one as a, the elected sheriff, mm-hmm. what is that like? Yeah. And what did you do to turn around yeah. the community? Yeah. And I would assume your department yeah. as well, right? Because exactly. there's got to be yeah. a lot of. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, there was a lot of mistrust. Oh, there was a yeah. lot of stink was. that was left stink. That's oh, yeah. off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Well, one of the first things that I said was I got everybody in there, and I said, you may not have voted for me, but I'm your sheriff today. Correct. And if you want to stay here and be a part of this organization, we're going to put some good, sound policy in place so that the things that happened in the past won't happen again. Right. If you want to work, I want you to be here. If you don't want to work, there's the door. There you go. And I I need you. I appreciate you. We got a job to do. Let's go do it. Mm -hmm. Just that simple. I'm not going. I don't believe in mistreating people. If you want to work here, I want you to be here. But if you don't, Mm -hmm. I don't need you. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. And that's what I'll do going forward. I want everybody to be a part of the team. You know, this individual stuff is a bunch of malarkey. Mm-hmm. Right. We're a team. We work as a team. We train as a team. We go out as a team. We come home as a team, period. And that's just the way we're going to do things. Yeah. And uh, I believe uh, that they listen to me. And here we are. we got a great department. And uh, just, just ask them. Yeah. You know, I'm not perfect by no means. I mean, I, I, uh, I try to have good – uh, you know, policy in place to take care of the people. Because w- when you are the sheriff or a leader of an organization and you got people working for you, you got to remember they got wives, mm-hmm. they got children, they got mamas, they got daddies, they got family All members. kinds of stuff going and on. And so it ain't just them you're dealing with. You got a whole community. And so they showed their support of me uh, last June. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. I was, I was impressed and mm-hmm. – I talk to a couple of people who our opinion I respect mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to local politics, right. and, and your name got mentioned a few times mm-hmm. as to, to be the guy to look out for, right. it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, and yeah. then and then it happened, mm-hmm. and 
I almost forgot we had to go through the actual yeah. election. Oh, yeah. Declaring. Yeah, Declare I, I, yeah, I yeah, told yeah. Joey. I said, "Well, we missed our opportunity. Yeah. He'll be in DC, you know." Before I was we like, "Do you still? Yeah. You still yeah, got it right? Still got November eighth. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's right. I forgot about right. that. Oh yeah. Uh, but so, and, and I and I'm I'm glad that we've covered all the topics because mm-hmm. I want people to hear your answers to that and mm-hmm. and how you got to where you are today, mm-hmm. the reason why you decided to run for Congress mm-hmm. here. Um, and then now going into November 8th, when they see your name on the ballot, mm-hmm. hopefully they hear the story and they can yeah. relate to right. it. Right. Right. So let's hit the, let's hit the bigger picture. Yeah. Let's hit the okay. first. Let's go. We got a Republican, which is you. Yep. A Democrat, yep. which is, we don't need to say the name. Mm-hmm. No. Independent. Who is, <laughs> yeah. we don't need to say right. the name. Yeah. Right. Go look Correct. Up. So yeah. that's who we're right. going against. Yeah. yeah. And we right. got you in the studio right, right. now. Right. So let's talk about right. your, where you're going with that. Right. Right. So, okay. so, so you mentioned a little bit, we already touched on mm-hmm. the issues that are facing mm-hmm. the country that inspired you to, mm-hmm. to run for this. Right? right. So gas prices, yeah. everybody oh. knows like the big right. points, right? right. Gas right. prices are through the roof. Mm-hmm. The they're, they've came down $2 and everybody's championed yeah. that as a success mm-hmm. when it was it's not a yeah. dollar, a no. dollar a few years right. ago. Yeah. The, the, the border, uh, being wide open, you oh can watch God. it every single oh, day. Yes. Yeah. You're you're a law oh, enforcement yeah. guy, oh, right? Yeah. You hear the guys out of Laredo, mm-hmm. uh, the border towns in in Texas, right. uh, complaining every day. Mm-hmm. Then you have uh, representatives in in northern states who I will not name yeah. that say there is no problem that this right. is all yeah. made up, right? Right, and mm-hmm. it, it's a human problem. Oh yeah, it's a human crisis. Right, but at the same time, you have to have law and order, correct? Because it's <laughs> exactly. not just people mm-hmm. it's also drugs yeah and, and we see that every oh, yeah. single day every day if if you look at and, and i'll just tell you this last year we had 142 deaths from fentanyl overdose mm-hmm. in jackson county it's huge that is unheard of yeah and this is terrible and if you think this is not by design you're not thinking because don't think that the chinese are not doing this don't think that the chinese are not working with the mexican drug cartels don't think that this is just a consequence. Right. That's right. And I tell you this, our border patrol guys and gals down there are being run to exhaustion. You know, so think about this. A lot of these folks that are down there who are overwhelmed on border patrol, like you got border patrol agents that are trying to work the border, but you've also got a section of these border patrol agents who are having to deal with these people on an individual basis by, you know, getting all their, their information down, you know, as they come into the country. And, and this is nonstop. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have so many Border Patrol agents who are being tasked with administrative duties by, you know, writing name, rank, serial number down and who these folks are and putting them over here until they can turn them loose into the country. Right. So what, what you have here is less Border Patrol agents on the border because so many of them are having to do administrative duties. And on top of that, they don't have the support of the government. Right. No. You know, right. and I'll say that like uh, even law enforcement today. On a local level, we are totally supported. On a national level, we never had to worry about the government not supporting us. But now for the first time in my f- almost 43 years or 43 years of law enforcement, we don't have the support of the government. Now they're trying to back it up a little bit and say, "Oh, it didn't right. Sell. yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah. They pushed that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're getting close to the midterms. Right. right. So now they're trying to say, "Oh, we've always supported law enforcement." Right. Not true. Where was you about a year and a half right. ago? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know, where were you at when they were burning? Right. You know, cities down in 2020. Where right. were you? You know, you were talking about getting rid of us, defunding the police. Mm-hmm. Now look at the consequences of that right now, and it's the same thing that's going on at the border. 
it's terrible. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, can, I think needless to say that when that issue comes up, mm-hmm. when you're in, in D.C., that's right. uh, we know where you stand. You know where I'm at. Yeah, that's all exactly the way. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I'll tell you, there's, there's more than just people coming across, you know, with this fentanyl. You got human trafficking going on. Right. You got you got children that are being sold into sex slaves. Right. And this is horrible. I don't see how the Democrats could ignore this. I mean, children are being oh, it's terrible what's going on down at that border. And on and and I tell you this also, I was heard just a little bit ago on the radio about uh, the morgues down there in South Texas are being overrun. Because of all the drownings and deaths mm-hmm. that are trying happening. to get across, yes, trying to get across that border. So there's a whole bunch of stuff going on other than just illegal crossing. Yeah, right. and 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 one of the things about being able to talk a little bit mm-hmm. longer, like we're doing, versus yeah. a five second right. interview yeah. or or a clip in a newspaper, right. is is that it's not. And they don't say this enough. I don't feel like on the national news, it's not so black and white that because I think it gets painted that the Democrats care about the immigrants yeah. and that's why they're you know not hard right. on a on a right. southern border right. and the Republicans only care about uh th- they don't care about the tragedy mm-hmm. or the or the, the strife that those people are going through mm-hmm. and that's not true. No. To say that you want a strong right. southern border doesn't yeah. mean right. that you just soon turn those yeah. people back to the desert and mm-hmm. let them die, right? No. There are other ways than right. just allowing them to flood the legal through. way. Yeah. The legal way, yeah. correct. That's right. Uh, diplomacy, yeah. oh, right? Absolutely. Uh, 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 being in correspondence with those governments, yep. those South American governments, right. and trying to figure out, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure that's like, you know, mm-hmm. an uphill battle, but yeah. oh, it's yeah. it's an it's yeah. an avenue. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, but just letting them flood through. And like you said, it's not just uh, a, a mother and her child. Mm-hmm. These are these are bad people. It's the bad guys that come with them. Selling drugs. Oh, you know, yeah. Uh, bringing drugs across yeah. the border. Right. And like you said, mm-hmm. trafficking humans. Oh, yeah. You know, and. And how in the world that, that somebody could ignore just basic human needs, you know? And that's what's going on here. You know, there are so many things going on that we don't even know about. Right. Yeah. You know, that that is happening. You know, because the criminal element, you know, they never stop. You know, they're always on some kind of a plan mm-hmm. uh, right. to continue on with whatever it is they right. can get away with, however they can make money with and, it. And you saw that in law enforcement. Oh, Whenever you stop yeah. one thing, they come up oh, with something yeah. else. Exactly right. So. You know, it's being brought, it's being dropped off, it's being pushed. You know, there's all sorts of things going on. And there are legal ways to get folks in this country. You know, we if you want to come here and you want to go by the legal route, we want you here. Absolutely. We want you to This country work. was built by, yeah, by exactly. people like that. That's it. And, and you know, that's, that's how we all got here at right. some point in time. Right. And uh, so I, I, there's a better way, and it's not being done right now. I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Right. Um. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We gotta I, talk I, about that oil. Yeah. Which part of it? All of it. All right, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So go I ahead. guess it's the next yeah. big thing you're okay. running on, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, we have enough energy supply mm-hmm. in this country to keep us going for who knows how long. Right. And so let's use that while we try to figure out some other things down the road that could work. Now, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Yeah. The California just put, oh put out their oh, policy. That it doesn't gonna, make any no. sense. Well, you, you you're gonna you're, they put a ban on gasoline cars yeah. for twenty fifty yeah. or third. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. what yeah. the year. And like, now there's mm-hmm. rolling blackouts, and they're telling yeah. people you cannot oh, really? use your power. Literally, literally the next day in the paper. I know. What are we supposed to do? Yeah. Just walk everywhere? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, to me, this is another way that there are certain people in this country 
that are trying to get us in a place to where we have no alternatives. You know, I don't care if somebody wants an electric car and they want to pay for it, but don't try to make me do it. America's built on freedom and free enterprise and free market, and let's do something better. If you can come up with a a, a battery-operated car that can run, uh, I'm all for it. But right now, we got gas, and it works. Correct. Well, no one ever explains on the news to me, first of all, what's the carbon footprint of an electric vehicle to begin I, with anyway? Know, How much petroleum yeah. goes oh, into building right. that car? Not even talking about the mm-hmm. minerals that it takes to build oh, yeah. the, the batteries. Yeah. And and then uh, the lifetime yeah. of that battery. Yeah. Uh, Disposal. Also, where yeah. does the electricity come from that you charge that car? Exactly with? right. It's coal yeah. burning well, plants yeah, now. I, exactly I would I would right. like to invite all those people down to South Mississippi during mm-hmm. Katrina. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and say, oh, here yeah. you go. Yeah. Use your batteries yeah. now, yeah. Cap. Yeah. See, see how, how that works. Yeah. Yeah. See how see it goes. That's exactly yeah. or, right. Or, yeah. or yeah. as an example of why the Second Amendment is as important as it is, because law yeah. enforcement oh, yeah. during that was wiped oh, out. Yeah. Over oh, yeah. The National Guard had to show you up. You are exactly uh, right. And if you didn't have a way to protect yourself, right. there was nothing to no. call, no one uh, to call. Yeah, I mean, there was nobody to call. You know, the police play such a vital role in this country, and we have for hundreds of years. And we will continue to do so. And I am convinced that the pendulum is going to come back. Uh, We're going to get the support. Uh, And I tell you this, the general consensus of all Americans is they support their police. There's a very small uh, Very vocal. Very vocal. And they've got the media. Mm -hmm. And they slam us every chance they get. That's the devil. The media is the devil. That's exactly right. You know, so I don't know a cop. In my whole entire career, that got up one morning and said, "You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna abuse somebody today." Yeah. It don't happen. We're out there answering calls, taking care of business, doing what we're hired to do to take care of the public, putting our lives on yeah, the line. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And I tell you, you know, the, for the very minute percentage of officers that do something they shouldn't do is is so few and far between. But the media will just blow right. it all out of proportion. I mean, that is the way it's done. Yeah. And uh, you think we are better trained, we're better prepared, we're better focused, we're better ready to get the job done than we've ever been. And I've been doing this for a long time. I know what it was like back in the old old days. I know what it was like when my dad was there. And we are so far advanced. We have so much technology we can take care of problems in an instant nowadays. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Jerry Bartz is. Uh, oh yeah, that, he agrees. Oh yeah, we're, we're good. That we went was high school with his son. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's yeah. that was literally my yeah. next question. Yeah. You saw it all the way coming up through the ranks. Oh yeah, without social yeah. media, oh. and now you see oh, yeah. it with social media, oh, yeah. and a difference right. has got to be. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I'll tell you this: uh, there were very few police officers back in the fifties when my dad was a, a young patrolman. And, uh, you know, they had no radios in the car. They had these oh, wow. phones. They had these phone boxes around town, and they would go and call in and check doors and call into the station. And uh, if there was a call, you know, a radio call, they would, they would say, you got a XYZ at 10th Street or whatever. And that's what they did. As compared to right now where we have instant communication. And, uh, you know, even back when, uh, when I was a young patrolman and, and if a dispatcher had a call, that she wanted you to handle, but she didn't want to put it out on the radio. She would say, uh, 17, uh, give me a phone call. And we would pull up to the phone booth, and I'd say, uh, uh, here's a number. Uh-huh. And uh, so they would call us and say, all right, 
uh, need you to go check X, Y, whatever it was, right. and uh, we'd go take care of it. And uh, so, you know, it's just we're, we're just so far advanced now as compared to what we were. With, with, with as much time as you have in law enforcement, how do you, how do you not become cynical when it comes to people? Well, I, I tell you, it, it's, it's a calling. Uh, yeah, you get tired, you get frustrated, you get aggravated. But generally, even people that uh, publicly don't like you and will say that privately, they will say, thank you for coming here. Correct. I know that. I, I've seen the full circle. I've seen kids. Uh, I've arrested their family member on down the line, and I've had them come back to me and say, thank you for doing that. I've had them come to me. But and sometimes, you know, you, you do get cynical. But uh, law enforcement's a calling. It's not just – it's not a job. It's a calling. Yeah. And that's the way I feel about it. And that's that's in your blood, and I think that's that's what's leading you on to oh, yeah. what you're going to do oh, now. Ab- absolutely. What what else do we have at the at the national level that we need to tackle? Uh, election integrity. That's oh, another you big know, one, right? Mississippi has one of the best election uh, formats statutes than anywhere in the country. I mean, we've got it figured out. If you talk to anybody around this country and say, "Do you mind showing your driver's license to vote, or get on an airplane, or buy?" A right. product or something right. like that. Nobody complains about that. But the very small, minute amount of folks that have the attention of the media will try to blow this all out of proportion like there is some sort of big hidden agenda besides showing your ID to vote. Right. And, uh, you know, we've got to have election integrity. You know, we have concerns about uh, going all the way back to 2000 down in Florida uh, oh, Bush, a- versus Bush Gore. Uh, you know, we, we we you'd think by now we'd have all this figured out. And Florida's it, still still sticking off there, still yeah, the pain. That's yeah. it. You know, so this is still going on. So you know, we've got to have uh, confidence mm-hmm. that my vote counts. And and I'll tell you what, I've met so many young people that don't vote, and I ask them, why are you not registered to vote? Do you know that there are people that died yeah. that died yes. so that you ha- can vote? And they, you know what the the general answer is? I'm a, it doesn't matter. No, that's what I. I'm going to get jury duty. That's it. Oh, jury really? Duty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Are you it. serious? Yeah. I work with the. I, I teach. Yeah. I teach school. It. All I teach. Yeah. That's what I teach. Right. I teach school. Yeah. And I ask wow. them kids, "Hey, you going to vote? Duty. Nope. Yeah. If I vote, I'm going to have to go to jury duty. Yeah. That's their number one reason why they don't vote. Okay. And I will. And I will tell you this: the people that come and serve on a jury, I cannot tell you how many of them have said. Wow. Yeah. I wish I could have done this before. So everybody tries to get out of jury duty. Everybody calls me, Mike, can you get me out of jury duty? <laughs> no. No. You got to come see the judge. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, I would love to serve on a jury. Yeah. You yeah. know, but that ain't going to happen. No. Yeah. No, not yet. <laughs> I, I, I will say, yeah. like, when you get some of the jury, it's, it's nervous. It's nerve wracking yeah. for, for yeah. somebody that's never done it before. Right. We don't you know huh? You ain't yeah. on trial. But yeah. still, you got to call. It. It's nervous yeah. to call in every yeah. night. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to go anymore. Yeah, oh, yeah, thank yeah. God. And the next yeah. day, it's like, right. oh, thank God. Oh, it's, yeah. it's nervous, but mm-hmm. it's worth it to be able well, to say, oh, yeah, it, to yeah, say, it is. And you know, a lot of people say, mm-hmm. if you don't go, don't yeah. vote, you don't get to complain. That's right. So you can't uh, complain. If you don't but, vote, but, you but, can't but complain. They, but they do. Yeah. Correct. Oh yeah, they, they do. do. They do. But I tell you, I want to encourage our young folks to go register to vote. I mean, you know, just think about uh, again, if you if you follow history like I do, uh, going back to World War II and, 
and all those veterans that that uh, were killed. Young right. men, uh, young yeah. men, yes, yeah. oh, 17, D-Day. 18 years old. Oh yeah, if you look at some of the the movies that that have come out over the years, the Pacific. Uh, you know, saving private, private Ryan. Ryan, you yeah. know, those I was just watching the Pearl Harbor stuff. Oh yesterday. yeah. I mean, you know, and, and just look at it, nine 11, right. You know, in, in our lifetime, that was our Pearl Harbor. That's right. You know, and, uh, I said that yesterday or the Saturday when I was speaking before, uh, uh, the, the run on nine 11 right. and, and it's like, you know, this is our Pearl Harbor, you know, when we were attacked, you know, America was attacked and, uh, you know, and I guarantee you. They're thinking of some other way as we sit here and speak to attack America. And that's another reason why I'm convinced and and ready to go to Washington uh, to fight these people who want to take over our country. And it seems like it's a – I'm sure there's intelligence briefings out there. we got a lot of people that aren't in this border that want to attack us. But it it seems as if there's this – faction inside, whether it be through the media, through, you know Mm -hmm. – they call it fifth dimensional warfare that's trying yeah. to erode the right. values in this right. country, whether right. it be law enforcement, Second right. Amendment, the family, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, yeah. to to, mm-hmm. to to change Western culture. Right. Oh yeah, and you know I'm I'm not about to give it up. Right. You know th- this is you know God has blessed America beyond measure. You know I I get up every morning and I thank God number one for coffee and number two for <laughs> air conditioning. Black coffee. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. You right. know and just think about uh, just you know uh, when I was a kid. Uh, my grandparents did not have air conditioning. That's right. And oh. uh, I grew up going to my grandparents. They had a little farm right up the road in Forest County. I grew up going up there. They didn't have no air conditioning. And, uh, but I didn't care. Tougher I mean, generation. You know, we went swimming in Red Creek and Black Creek all up through That's Forest it. County. And uh, I loved it. And, uh, you know, but now air conditioning, you know, summertime, South Mississippi. Pretty, pretty it's, well. It's pretty important. Yeah. You know, I, and, uh, you know, I, I, we all want better for ourselves for our kids our grandkids and uh i'm telling you that that's uh you know i'm i'm fired up and ready to go yeah our, our buddy josh uh harman's in the comments he said he does fish in the south it's a youtube thing yeah uh pretty popular and yeah, he says I they're pulling him. for yeah. you pulling yeah well, for thank, you as well thank you very much i want to go fishing yeah yeah, yeah. we got to yeah. get you on the yeah. water yeah let's jump off the political game yeah. for yeah. a little bit uh dr uh wayne rudolphich oh yeah he's with you too yeah okay so you're a big fisherman at heart too oh yeah i tell you what i uh i was telling you earlier when i was a just a boy of of 13, 14, uh, my grandfather had an old uh, wooden baddie that he gave me, and my dad and I got that thing and fixed it up and painted it, and my dad got me a 15-horsepower outboard motor, and he would launch me down at the at the Pascal Point down there, and he'd give me a specific time to be back. and uh, Before cell phones oh, and GPS. I, no, yeah. I, I tell you, I didn't even have a paddle. Right. Could you imagine I, doing that I, I right know. now? Could I you know imagine it. doing that? Somebody and, uh, would bring you to yeah, jail for yeah, that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. And uh, I didn't even have an anchor. Uh, you know, I had a rope and, yeah. a, you know, like a stick, you know, and that was Walk it. Back, man, yeah. I was gone. <laughs> and I was all over that Pascal River. I That's love some it. fine fishing over that way. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Fine fishing over mm-hmm. that way. Are you uh, – it sounds to me like you've never shied away from a challenge or mm-hmm. from uh, right. any, any type of uh, way to better right. yourself. Right. Is it – What's the? I'm trying to figure the word here. Is it uh, intimidating? Is not the right word, but going to Washington with a law enforcement background, mm-hmm. but not right. having been yeah. heavily involved, which you do yeah. run for sheriff, yeah. so yeah. you, you know right. the political right. side of it. Uh, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Gonna I, the, I know you're going to be the rookie. Yeah. You're going to be the oh, new yeah. guy, right? Yeah. And, and we got to go through yeah. November yeah. the eighth. Yeah. We're not right. we're not right. counting yeah. chickens yeah. yet, right. right? But I'm just saying, yeah. let's 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 yeah. 
yeah. do a little thought experiment. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I've always been competitive. Uh, I enjoy uh, a challenge. I enjoy getting out there, earning uh, whatever I've worked for. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid to, uh, to get in the mix. Uh, you know, as, as, a, as a cop, sometimes you got to be able to think on your feet. Uh, and I've always said Instantly, a, a, yeah. a, good, a good law enforcement officer is a problem solver. I mean, he's out there at 2 o'clock in the morning when it's pouring down rain, bad things are going on, mm-hmm. and you've got to figure out what is my best option. And uh, you either got to be able to talk through it, you got to be able to fight through it, you got to be able to reason with it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I feel very encouraged, uh, you know, just by my, the people of this uh, district that have turned out for me, my Jackson County family, you know, and all that folks. So I'm ready to go. I tell you, it's, uh, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm ready for it. Any uh, butterflies? Not yet. Uh, you know, it's always kind of like, Maybe coming on a show like this, that, uh, <laughs> yeah, or or testifying in court, or you know, you 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 have to. Uh, there's there's nothing wrong with healthy butterflies. Correct. I there's believe nothing that. Nothing wrong with healthy fear. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, just because everybody's jumping off the bridge, don't mean I'm gonna jump off with them. That's, Correct. That's fear, and you know, healthy fear is 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 a good thing. Right. And you know, it will help you excel in your life. It will help you perform to the next level. And uh, I feel very encouraged about it. I love it. Well, I got one more because my daughter told me to ask you. Okay. You're a beekeeper. Yep. I we didn't, didn't even that. get into that. No, yeah. I didn't oh, know. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about that. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. My grandfather was a beekeeper. Really? And when I was a little boy, I used to watch him. And uh, he used to tell me about – now, my grandfather was born in 1898, okay? So it's was been he, a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's been gone a long time. Right. And so they had this little small farm up in Forest County. And they made a living off what they sold off that farm. And uh, a, a lot of their money they made was from selling. He sold his honey. Really? He had, uh, there was like, uh, in those days, especially during the war uh, and during the Depression, uh, there was uh, like these salesmen that would come through uh, the communities and they would buy your vegetables and, and various other things that you had grown or had on the farm. And they would take it down to the uh, French market in New Orleans mm-hmm. and sell it. Really? Well, there was this few guys that bought my grandfather's honey. And he said that honey uh, helped us through some very hard times, you know, because money was tight. So I always had a, a desire to want to learn how to fool with them bees, wanted me some bees. So about 10 or so years ago, uh, I was talking about it with a buddy of mine one night. And he said, my family does that. So I was like, really? He said, yeah, come on out. So I went out to Hurley where they had their bee farm, and I just got in there with them, you know, and, and it was kind of like on-the-job training. And uh, so they got, they gave me some bees and I had my own bees. And, and uh, so now I've got them all at home. I've got, uh, well, I've had three hives at home. I took two back up to Hurley recently so they could kind of take care of them for me throughout the winter. But I got one box I left at the house. But. I love food with them bees. I love awesome, hun- I love honey. Well, <laughs> yeah. look, I, I, listen, I'll, I'll bring you some. I, I, 
I wish I'd thought about it. I'd have brought some up here for you. Well, they they said that's I the would. best for sinuses. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got to like be local, that. too, yeah. right? Local honey. Cause I put flour. it on everything. I put it on my oatmeal. Mm-hmm. I put it on, you know, you name it, peanut butter toast with some right. honey on yeah, it. That's right. Oh, I love it. That's it's right. good for you, too. Well, I, I saw your commercials when you were running. Yeah. Your wife's a big staple right. in your life, oh, yeah. right? She oh, supports no you 100%. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, she yeah. she even says yeah. he, he he has bees. He's not yeah. scared of anybody in Congress. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a pretty good commercial. That was yeah. good. It was. Yeah. She yeah. ran it all. Yeah. Oh yeah. She She's was the good. boss. Then, oh, right? ain't no doubt about that. That's right. Yeah, we <laughs> all know that. Yeah. That's Behind it. every great man, that's it. There's that's usually a, a solid greater woman, woman right? that's, that's running what, the show. You are exactly right. That's and, it. Uh, I appreciate her and love her dearly. Well, good deal, mm-hmm. Sheriff. We're uh, like we said, we got November the eighth coming yep, up. Right. We got to get we got to get the turnout. Right. People need to vote. Like yep. we said, it's it is extremely important. Right. It is, and people have given their life for uh, us oh, to have yeah. the, the that's exactly right, right to do that. When you won the election, did they give you the age of the voters that voted for you? Did they break it down? I haven't. Uh, we have all that stuff. Yeah, uh, but I had I don't. I'd be interested yeah. to see. Yeah. You know yeah. the age group of what yeah. what voted and well, what didn't. I, I it's typically the older population. Adults, that senior voted. adults are our voters, yeah. right? I mean, you know, people that are engaged and our senior adults, they go to church and they vote. That's right. Period. That's right. And yeah. uh, so you know, and I've I've always you know like I say tried to help anybody, especially our seniors. You know, because so many times, especially like a widow, you know, that doesn't have her husband anymore, and she calls because, you know, something's going on at the house. And, you know, I can't tell you how many times that I've responded to things like that over my career, and it's paid off. Yeah. Well, uh, November the 8th, everybody turn out and vote. Where yep. can we send people to yep. stay engaged yep. with you? Where are you yep. the most right. active? Right. Uh, you can find us on social media. We have a website and all that stuff. Mike at MikeEzel.ms. Okay. All lowercase. Mike at MikeEzel.ms. Okay. And uh, send us email. Uh, send us money. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. It's, well, you're uh, still looking for yeah. it, right? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, we got we, you know, we got all the way through November, and uh, so we 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 got to finish strong. That's right. right. That's right. You, now, you you give out signs, put in yeah. yards. Yeah. You can send an email for a sign. You know. Uh, you know, I will tell you this too. Signs are, uh, you know, like right now we we brought them all in, right? Um, the majority of them because in the summertime, if you're not careful and you got a hurricane or a storm comes through, them them signs are gonna be in ten buck too. That's or right. in somebody's so we, window, we, what, they want to know what exactly you're gonna do about right. it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Come get it. Yeah. 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 So uh, we got them picked up right now, but we'll start putting them back out in October. Okay. okay. Good deal. Uh, it's you, a little I, cooler outside. The grass oh, yeah, might I, be there. You have to pick them up. Yeah, that's so exactly much. right. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all are on Facebook. Yes, you have a Facebook page for your campaign as well, right? So people can follow. Mike for Congress. Okay. Follow it because that's what the young kids do nowadays, right? Yeah. On Facebook. We're not even on Facebook. Yeah, we have all that stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm not a. I mean, I look at Facebook, but I'm not a junkie. Right. You know, I just I, – I can't because if you're not careful, folks will start trying to pick a fight with you. That's right. You know, I ain't getting in no fight on <laughs> right. Facebook. You can't win that fight. Right. You know, it's kind of like with the old saying used to be, don't get in a fight with the people that buy ink and a 55-gallon drum. That's right. I ain't going to do it. That's, That's right. right. That's so right. the best way to get in touch with you would be email? Yep, MikeEzel.ms. All right. There it is. Mike, Mike at MikeEzel.ms. There, there it is. Yep. Uh, he's yep. still raising money. If y'all, yep. y'all want to support, yep. do Please. that. Yep. And uh, I, I, I'm – I think the people of uh, of our district we're, we're going to be proud to have you up yeah, in Washington absolutely. fighting for us because yep. I feel good about it. Yep. I, I feel like uh, 
you know, a lot of people go up there and the the they the get fight, comfortable. Well, oh, yeah. it, and it turns from representing right. the people to representing yeah. themselves. Right. And exactly. I think you got a track yeah. record of that not being the case. That's exactly right. And so, and you know, I can say wherever I've ever worked, I've worked for my boss, and I've tried to do a better job. <clears throat> and I'll be working for the people. And look, this right here just comes up here. Uh, Robert Colbertson said, I'm flashing on the screen. He said, please keep yourself accessible, Mike. Yes. He said, Palazzo, I'm just reading it, yeah. uh, let us down with that. Right. Yeah. right. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and you know, we're going to try to have as many people in the district as possible as our budget will allow so that we can meet your needs. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And that, like you said, I, you, I mean, he, we started out with that. That's how you that's got right. into yeah. that's uh, how it kind of elected. Got, that's it. That's well, exactly sheriff. Right. Yep. So, and that doesn't it. change as, no. as you, as you move no. up to, right. a, to yeah. a different people are people. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and I'll say again, now more than ever, people have needs. And, uh, you know, if, if and I also, you know, if you run for an elected position, do it. Don't just get there and get elected. Get right. in there do your job. and do it. Yeah. You know, because it's nothing easy about it. Right. Nothing easy about it. Yeah. Right. And, I, and I think they break Mississippi down to the north, the middle, and the south, and right. you'll be fighting for the south oh, yeah. for us. Yeah. No it, doubt. Yeah. It goes it's all the way up. We go up to uh, uh, Hattiesburg. That's right. You know, District. Jones County, that right. Laurel, uh, yeah. Waynesboro, that'll mm -hmm. up through there. Okay. Awesome. Well, Sheriff, man, we appreciate your time coming Absolutely. in here and talking with Great us tonight. Night. We, we got to figure out how to get you on the water and get yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Uh, get oh, you yeah. Right. So, we're going to go. film a fishing trip. Okay. No right. Well, look, good luck to Thank you November you. the 8th. Uh, Everybody, please go show up and do what you got to do. Vote, and, vote, uh, vote. That's right. Yep. So that's we'll it. see y'all. Uh, appreciate y'all tuning in, and we'll see y'all on the next one. That's it. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast, man. We really appreciate y'all tuning in. I wanted to let you know about the third annual Sheep's Head Showdown that's coming up. It's going to be Saturday, October the 1st at the Blind Tiger in Biloxi. Uh, we're giving away a ton of cash and prizes, uh, specifically $1,500 for the first place Sheep's Head and the WWE style belt that everybody loves so much. We've got a dive division, a kids division. It's going to be a great time. You're not going to want to miss it. Tickets go on sale on our website, brownwaterbanter.com, starting September the 1st. So uh, mark your calendars and get ready. The third annual Sheep's Head Showdown, Saturday, October the 1st at the Blind Tiger in Biloxi. Brown Water Banter.